New Zealand have gone oh so deep into the well just to stay in this game after being down to 14 in the first half. Can they steal it at the death? So before the scrum started, they had to put it in, they would have had to play one phase. Now they can put it in and kick it out. If they hold it at the back for sure. Yep. 27 seconds, you're right, Kelly. There's the set. The feed. Taken at the back. Christie has buffed it. Clearing and it's picked up by a man in offside position, is it not? Play on is the call. South Africa drive to the sideline. Ball's held up. Ball turned over, is it? The final whistle sounds. Heartbreak for the All Blacks. Delirium for the Springboks. They've gone back to back. The box are world champions again for a fourth time. Despair for the men in black who gave every, every little bit they had. Outnumbered, outmanned, not outgunned. But they've come up painfully short, agonizingly short. South Africa win. 12 to 11 in Paris. South Africa, champions of the rugby world once again. Well, we see there in the re Roger Federer, well, he's up clapping the Springbok side. And man, they have done it tough through this tournament because they have had a tough run. They've had some big games, some one-pointers, two in a row, and they've come here and a lot of questions have been asked, but now the number one and two in the world, well, hey, there wasn't a lot of tries in this game, but man, ripping. And you can see how much it means to them. Disappointment for the All Blacks. Because a lot of people have written these guys off coming into this tournament, and they've showed what they've made off. 14 men, and they've dug deep. They had their chance. We had a Geordie Barrett, 50 metre penalty, they just shaved the upright. Disappointment, no doubt, no doubt. Despair. You listen to our quick post-game wrap, thanks to Victor On Gas Bottle Swap. Victor On Gas Bottle Swap, easy, safe, quick, convenient. Heard from Christian Callum just there, part of our post-game wrap. The card though, the red card is going to be talked about. Huge moment, yeah, under the letter of the law in 2023, probably is a red. It, it's hard to, to speak with a clear head and a clear mind. But if I'm to, to speak in perhaps politically correct terms, I think a lot of 50-50s didn't go New Zealand yeah. way. Well, well, we can say it now. I'll take my hat off to the Springboks. Right? They won a World Cup, I won't, you won't take that away. But the thing tomorrow, obviously not in Sarah, but here, what will they be talking about? Maybe not Wayne Barnes, TMO. And you don't want that in a World Cup final. You want them talking about the rugby, how good it was, how gripping it was, geez, how intense it was. It went down to the 80th minute. Not, not how, not how often did that TMO come into the come into play? I, I would love to see the last play again. I don't know how the the flanker was it the flanker who came away with it. Yeah. The, granted, there is there is a huge sort of you know bag of bodies. It's it's hard to exactly see, but the way he popped up, I I wondered if he wasn't an offside position. It wasn't the case. I haven't seen a catch replay bring back the well. Right. 
all is said and done. The box. The team is never out of it. They're never out of it. The hole that they dug themselves in the semi-final, they somehow got out of that. Similar case against France in the quarter-final. This one, it was more about holding on to things. Here is the player of the match. They've got this right, Peter Steph de Troy. Former England rugby player and rugby World Cup winner, Maggie Alfonsi. Well, Peter, congratulations. My goodness, what a game that was. What an arm wrestle it was. Tell me what's going through your mind right now. Well, firstly, I want to give uh, Heavenly Father thanks for giving us the opportunity and for helping us as a team through this World Cup and uh, through the whole campaign. It's an uh, unbelievable honour and a privilege to play with this team and giving us the opportunity. Uh, yeah, this last three games was was quite tough. Each one we played as a final and yeah, each one was by one point. So it was, yeah, it was quite tough for us and we're quite happy with the win. There was so much drama in that match. How did you manage to get through with that win? Yeah, I guess as a team we like drama. We've been having drama for the last few years at the moment. So I think it helped us a lot as a team to, to cope through the drama and to handle it. And I think it shows the resilience of this team and the, the whole South Africa as well. South Africa now becomes the, the only country to have won four Rugby World Cups. What does that mean to this group to achieve that? Yeah, so for the whole of South Africa, we, we're honoured to be able to play for you guys and to play for the Springboks. And I know that when we go back home, it's going to be a warm welcome for us. And we really want to thank everyone for supporting us and all the people that came through. I know it's expensive for us to come and support us. And I've got so much friends and family. And I know the whole 62, 64 million South Africans are supporting us. And we're quite thankful for that. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Peter Steph to Toy. He's a monster of a human. He stands two metres tall. About 120 kegs. He wears the number seven. He's a former World Player of the Year. But he was just incredible from the off. The hits he put on. Geordie Barrett's going to wake up having nightmares about him. He was sat on his backside on number of occasions. Huge shift from Peter Steph to Toy. Four penalties in the first half is all South Africa needed to win this game. 12 points to 11. They had a man up. They didn't really look to to make the most of that. But it doesn't matter how you get to the finish line. It's about getting to the finish line. One point in it. The box will not be denied. One point in three straight knockout games, isn't it? It's, it's incredible. Yeah, well that just shows how mentally tough and resilient they are. I mean, we see, we've just seen highlights of the guy um, putting engraving on the World, the World Cup back to back. We see New Zealand just before them back to back. It's, it's hard to do. So, yeah, man, take your hat off to them. Three one-pointers in a row. Man, I just, uh, yep. I actually don't know what to say, to be fair. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here having a look at the ABs on the field and they are distraught. They'll be upset. Looking at Sam Kane there, it's not your fault. There's no way. Here is Sir Khaleesi. Congratulations. Back-to-back -back Rugby World Cup wins. Tell me about this moment right now for you. There's no ways I can explain it in words. I want to give credit to the Oblets. They took it, they took us to the end, they took us to a dark place. It just shows what kind of team they are to fight with the men down from early in the game. And they fought and they put us so much under pressure. But yeah, credit to my boys too for that fight. 
yeah, I'm just grateful we could pull it off. Tell me about that contest tonight. There was drama, there were cards on both sides. How do you think your side managed to just hold it together? Well, we had to. We lost our hooker in the early, in, in the early um, part of the game, and then we obviously had to adjust to that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on us. They put a pressure on our lineouts, but we found a way somehow. We found a way, and honestly, uh, I don't think any like people that are not from South Africa don't understand what this means for our country. You know, it's not, it's not just about the game on the field. You know, our country goes through such a lot, and we are that bearing hope that they have. You know, and. Yeah, we, we're just grateful that we can be here. And I just want to tell the people of South Africa, thank you so much. Ch children from a third world country, you know, who just fight and fight over and over, you know, for people that need hope. And this team just shows what diversity can do for our team, you know, for, for our country as well. As soon as we work together, all is possible, no matter in what sphere, you know, on the field, in offices, it just shows for, for, for what we can do there. And I'm grateful for this team. I'm so proud of it. Huge congratulations, see you. well done. Thank you, thank you so much. See you, so much passion about everything that man does, whether it's singing in the tunnel before arriving to the middle, singing that national anthem, he is so, so proud to sing with so much passion. I thought he had his best game at this tournament for the moments he was on the park. He really was a menace. The way he sort of led their line speed too with Peter Steph to toy. But boy, it's hard not to sort of get choked up at those words, what he had to say. Here is the winning coach of South Africa. Khaleesi. Tell me about that journey, riding that match in the coach's box. Yeah, no, listen, we come a long way with the players. It's, uh, we always planned for this World Cup since 2018. Uh, massive credit to our fans. I mean, um, they were special from South Africa. 62 million people, videos. They, uh, we had to play for them, it was unbelievable. Strategy-wise, tell me about that game. You had an injury early on. You had cards to deal with. You had the New Zealand side getting carded as well. There was so much drama. What was the main thing that you guys were doing up there to, to try and make this work for the Springboks? Uh, I think the main thing is yes, the, the, just a squad. You know, they they experienced this been here before. They've been in a World Cup final before. Some of them have played their third World Cup now. So I think the experience just pulled it through. They're an amazing bunch of guys and. They're all warriors and they, they all love South Africa. Peter Seftatoy was the MasterCard player of the match. Tell me about his performance tonight. Uh, yeah, he was outstanding. Uh, I mean, defensively, which is my department, he was absolutely outstanding. And uh, yeah, well, well done on him, on his man of the match. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. South Africa. Let's not ignore the fact had a man's advantage for a long period of time. Sam Kane sent off in the 27th minute in his 27th test as captain. Sent off in the 27th minute. Originally yellow carded, it was sent to the bunker. It's going to be talked about a lot. And under the law, you can definitely see a path to a red card. It's hard to stomach, though, in a World Cup final. Hard to stomach for that man in particular who had been so good at this tournament. Remember, it was a late start for him after hurting his back in the ahead of the opening game against France. But in the four games he has been on, he has been a tower of force for New Zealand. Took so much criticism in 2022. He's going to take a bit of heat, I would think. Uh, Christian Callum needs to start. <laughs> Let's hope it's not too ugly, considering you know what we've seen in recent times, especially in the, the sewer that is social media. But... I always say this, Christian Callum, 
The one thing I can ask as a fan is effort. You drop, I, I know athletes don't go out to drop passes, to not pass well, but the effort's been immense. Here's Ian Foster. Fought contest tonight. Where in your mind did it not quite work for you? Oh, look, I'm very proud of our guys, you know, to go down to that red card so early um, and, uh, you know, to fight our way back and really give ourselves a chance of winning that game was pretty special. So, you know, I don't think it went wrong in any one area. It was, a, it was an arm wrestle, we saw that, and, you know, both teams had their moments, but, you know, we're incredibly proud of the way we fought and, um, to get within a whisker of pulling it off, uh, it's, it's heartbreaking. This group has been through so much. You yourself have been through so much over the last sort of year, 18 months or so. Uh, tell me about this group and this team and to get here today. I know, I know you're hurting right now and it's fresh, but tell me about this group of players. Oh, this group of team just is very proud to be All Blacks, you know, proud to play for their country and, and, and have worked incredibly hard to get where we've got. And, um, you know, I just... While, while I'm so proud of what we did and, and how we worked, you've got to hand it to South Africa. You know, they are a quality team. They, they've had a few close victories in this tournament and they showed showed their class. So well done for them. It's pretty special for them and it's probably equally, it hurts for us. But, you know, I can't ask much more out of what we did. We, we put everything on the park. Imagine Sam Kane's hurting especially right now. Have you had a chance to put your arm around him and have a word? Yeah, we'll sort that out. I mean, it's, it's a gut-wrenching for him and frustrating for us. Commiserations. Thank you very much. Doing well to hold it together. In, in Foster looks very emotional. He departs the scene that close to having won a, a Rugby World Cup. He'll have to do a lot of picking up, a lot of sort of man management in the hours and days ahead, especially for his captain, Sam Kane. Looked a little bit red-eyed, a little, a little bit teary-eyed. Jason Ryan too. The emotion really starts to sink in. The reality sinks in as a silver medal will be nestled on their neck, not the colour they would have wanted as the official presentation will soon start. I don't know if a, a red card gets you out of post-match interview responsibilities, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, but we're not here. Yeah, we're not hearing from... Sam Marati. Yeah, we haven't heard from... A New Zealand captain is the official presentation is about to start and it will be South Africa we're going to be crowned world champion once more the face of Sankane who's now on screen here he is. Uh, tell me what's going through your mind right now oh obviously extremely gutted and disappointed um, First of all, that the fact that the boys had to play with, with 14 men for the last 50 odd minutes. Um, look, I thought the courage that they showed out there tonight was was incredible. That the whole team's absolute warriors, and um, look, it's it's, it's tough. Um, I'd like to say well done to to South Africa. Uh, back to back. Uh, they've been a fantastic team, they've had a heck of a, a tough road to the final and they've uh, showed time and time again they find a way to win, so um, well done South Africa. Thanks for your time tonight Sam, commiserations. Well, Sam Kane's face, in direct contrast, a smiling beast into a wearer. <laughs>
from the side from four years ago on the stage, sort of dancing next to the trophy. But uh, Kelly, give us mere mortals who never got to this level, unlike yourself, playing at the highest level. What, you know, it might sound really stupid. What do you, what do you think these players are thinking, feeling? Right. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I can only, from personal experience, '99. But I mean, we didn't make the final, so we, we got knocked out in the semi, and, and that was tough. So I, I can't actually imagine. I know what we feel like. We're in the changing room, yeah. and and we went in there pretty quickly after shaking hands. So so these boys have to stay out stay out on the park and wait for the ceremony to for the cup to be handed over. Um, so it's just about getting tight. These boys are just going to have to get together, be tight. They'll be coming home. We have to get them behind them. Because, like, seriously, like, we did we think they'd be here a year ago? Like, a lot of New Zealanders probably didn't think we'd get past the quarters. So, like, we should be really, really proud of uh, of their efforts. And you heard Fozzie and Sam just talking. I'm, I'm actually happy for Sam that he, he fronted. And he's taken responsibility, and hey, no, don't bag him because hey, he was good through this World Cup, and he's been, uh, yep, hey, a lot of players been yellow carded and had high shots, but I mean the courage, 14 men against the Springbok side to come within within a uh, 50 metre kick from Jordy Barrett to win it. Yeah, with about seven or eight minutes to go, like, there's a shot of Aaron Smith with one of his kids. Well, that uh, that brings you back to reality. That gives you context in a in a uh, in a split second when you can get around your family and you see your little one smiling, knowing <laughs> having no idea of what Dad's just gone through. The South Africans still celebrating wildly, as you would expect, in the faces of the All Blacks. Is All Black? Let's recap the scoring before the official presentation. I'm going to have to get some judgment here from the control staff back in our. Um, control tower. That, that second half went a long time. It went well after 10, went well after the normal uh, finishing time. So the post-match presentation will start a little bit later. I'm not sure if we've got all the time. We've got some commercial responsibilities. We've got a special edition of the Bunnings Road Rugby Run to come after 11. As I have a little sneeze too, just to make um, matters even better. Let's recap the scoring. South Africa, well, three penalties in the opening 20 minutes, really telling. New Zealand just a little bit um, off colour, inaccurate, giving away penalties. And New Zealand had been so good in the opening sort of 20 minutes of this tournament. Prior to the game, it was 73 points scored and just 15 conceded, but they gave away nine points inside that opening 20 minutes, Cully. And Andre Pollard did his very best to miss the first one from handy position. But up nine points to three, weren't they? Because Moanga did kick a penalty after 17. But the big moment really is 27 minutes in. Sam Kane given a yellow card for a high shot, shoulder to the head. And it was referred to the bunker, and the bunker upgraded it from a yellow to a red. Andre Pollard made it 12-3 after 34 minutes. Richie Moanga then kicked a penalty himself. After 38, at the half, it was 12 points to 6. New Zealand looked the more threatening side with ball in hand when it was 15 v 15, and they almost did 14 v 15. 
Christian Gallant. They had one try ruled off after a brilliant solo break from Richie Moring, finished off by Aaron Smith. But a few minutes later, it was Bowden Barrett who uh, gathered the ball close to the line after Mark Talia had offloaded, scooped it up, slid in, becoming the first man to score two tries in Rugby World Cup finals. But that was it as far as scoring is concerned. And once more, South Africa, over the last 20 minutes of a World Cup, could not be denied. They have conceded just 11 points after minute 60 at a Rugby World Cup, including in the final, keeping New Zealand scoreless. It pains us all to say, being proud New Zealand fans, but you have to admire that from South Africa. Wayne Barnes and his match officials will be jeered, I'm sure, as they come up and get their medals because that's what rugby fans tend to do. Yeah, I mean... We've seen that pack mentality in the last couple of weeks, yes. haven't we, Justin? Justin Christian. Christian. <laughs> Close. There was a Justin oh, there, was, there, was Close. Just, there was Justin earlier on the tour. Yeah, we're all over the show. You'll forgive me, Kelly. I'm sure you will. I get what you I know what you mean. So, Bill Beaumont and Emmanuel Macron together again on the main stage, the big cheese of world rugby, who announced during the week that the top 12 nations will play in an exclusive members-only tournament. So much for all for them all, hey, Sir Bill. Emmanuel Macron, the president of uh, France, who was booed on the opening night. <laughs> There's not too many boos because I think you know, a few French fans have given their tickets away well, at a high price. Yeah. But here, the walk no one wants to take up to get the silver medals. It's Sam Kane wearing a long Adidas jacket, leading his team up. I made that point, Kelly, prior to Sam Kane's interview. I, as a fan, can only ask for effort. Man, they yep. gave us everything, didn't they? Yeah, OK, so... They're up there getting second place, right? So Ireland aren't there. France aren't there. England aren't there. So, I mean, there's a lot of teams that would want to be there. So, yeah, effort. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I'm, I'm proud of them. Far out, they, they clawed it back. They were under the pump. They had to dig deep. As we said, man, they came very, very close to, to clinching that game. You know, without forecasting the narrative, the New Zealand sporting pub, a lot of people are going to focus on the officiating. Absolutely. But we can't ignore New Zealand, just they're generally excellent skills, just a few yep. percentage points off. Yeah, they, they catching, were off, yeah. The catching and passing, not at the level we have seen. And that's, you know, that's something that will probably, uh, you know, pain them on that flight home. Yeah, yeah, and that, I guess, comes down to a bit of the weather and a, a bit of, uh, obviously, a lot of South Africans' defensive system. Um, yeah, hey, they, they, they've played, uh, they had France at the start and they had Ireland, which put them under a lot of pressure, but I think just with a combination of um, South Africans' rush defence and maybe a slippery ball and the weather, that, that just put them under pressure. And we've seen them spilling balls and balls not going to hand, which we usually, we usually see go to hand. Scott Barrett, Adi Savia, Adi Savia. Well, the way he finished that tournament over the last three or four games, absolutely incredible. Sam Whitelock, the first man to play in three Rugby World Cup finals. And that's the thing, it's it's now the, the honour roll of those who are leaving, who'll never wear the black jersey again. Sam Whitelock, 
We've talked about him a lot in the last few weeks, Kelly, and it's just an incredible servant to New Zealand rugby. That close, one point away from being in an extra time, couple points away from winning a third Rugby World Cup final. Him alone. I, I, I mean, I don't know, there's probably no words you can describe Sammy Whitelock, to be fair, like just unbelievable. I mean, I was actually up in Manor or two the other day and you know, they were just down the road and fielding the family and, and you know, what a family. Fielding college, <laughs> you know, still, I mean, just, just unbelievable what he's done for New Zealand Crusaders, the All Blacks. Yeah, I don't know, I, I don't know how he's done it, to be fair. I, I still think how many train trainings has that guy gone to? <laughs> Do you know how many gym sessions or recovery <laughs> sessions has he gone to? Like, it, my mind boggles, um, you know. So, I don't know what he's doing now. Is he going to Japan or is he actually finishing up? Uh, he I, needs I, a rest. I, I'll bring that up. I, I do have a document. Um, as now the uh, rest of the support staff get up and get their medals. But, you know, Aaron Smith, Retallick, Dane Coles didn't even get a chance to, to fire one last shot, to give one last spray to an opponent at a breakdown. But we have been blessed with some amazing talent in the last uh, few years, haven't we, Kelly? Yeah, absolutely. And I guess um, all good things have to come to an end, right? So, guys, you know, father time catches up with people. And um, But, gee, we should be proud. We should be happy that we watch these guys play because I don't know how many, how often would you see now in today's game a guy playing 150-odd test matches. Oh, I mean, that's pretty unbelievable. And then guys like Colsey that have been around for so long, I remember meeting Colsey when he first started. <laughs> no, I was in the All Blacks, and I've met him when, as a young guy. Like, it's just unbelievable. So, it's, I mean, I'm so happy to, to watch these guys now. But as we always say, time flies when you're in that jersey. You're, you're having so much fun, and then all of a sudden it's over. So enjoy every moment, even if uh, moments like these. you just got to enjoy it, as tough it is, as it is. Tough, indeed. Sam Whitelock. Well, he doesn't have to go far. He's off to Poe in France. Ah. Whitelock. Twelve of Blitz in Japan is where the great Aaron Smith is heading. 125 Test matches, World Cup winner. Doesn't go out a winner. He'll be joined there at the Twitter Club by Bowden Barrett too. Across Japan, Brody Retallick will bolster the Steelers in Japan. Dane Coles is heading off to retirement, heading off to his... Skateboard on the Kapiti Coast. Richard Moonga also heading to Japan. Uh, Nippo Lala, Lala off to France. Shannon Frizzell's leaving, but for how long? We're unsure. Sounds like he never wanted to leave. And Molesta Fanga Anuku is the uh, one where you go, hmm, what if at just 24 years of age? Now it is uh, time for South Africa. Consummate cool and calm in the pressure situations. The Springboks. Side that takes that responsibility of uniting a nation very seriously. Where it is a real badge of honour. And I'm sure across the Republic the celebrations are pretty loud right now. The prize well, are heating up. Well, yeah, I mean, you know what it did for them in 95, right? It's unbelievable. Obviously know what it did for them. The last World Cup, 62 million people. That's a lot of people. 
we know the struggles and some of the difficulties that uh, are in South Africa so you know as tough as, as it is for, for the All Blacks in New Zealand to lose you know what I wouldn't probably want it to go to another a better nation to be you don't fair. mind I don't, I don't mind I'd rather lose to these guys and uh, some other teams to be fair well they were the, they're the first to four titles they were the first to two New Zealand came back one two more and I know those in the Northern Hemisphere don't like it when it's dark green and black with their names on the trophy. But it's incumbent on you, the rugby world. It's incumbent on you to find a way past these two nations who have dominated this tournament for two decades. 2003, Johnny Wilkinson's drop goal. The last time a nation outside of South Africa and New Zealand won a Rugby World Cup and for the sake of world rugby. Yeah. And UK rugby punditry. We, we, we need, we might need because the 2003 guys just won't go away. Here's Rusty Rasmus. Love him or loathe him. He's a great character for the game, isn't he? And he's now got two Rugby World Cup winners medals. Fuff de Klerk with the magnificent hairdo. So much experience. We talked about the youngest man in the Ford Pack, the starting Ford Pack, was a 31-year-old. The back line, 32, 29, 31, 29, 30. And just what the kids at number 14 and 15, ages 25, 27 and 25 respectively. Yeah. So much intellect and rugby now is an experience. Yeah, I was thinking about South Africa, you know, a lot of people question you know the seven one split and the way they play the game and the kicking and the bombs and I reckon over the last years they've just been I reckon they've been playing different styles of the game because tonight they yeah they did some kicking but they they used the ball as well and yeah we were a man down in the back so that gave them more, more of an opportunity and Russie Rasmus I mean as you say like him or hate him he is he has got some rugby brain on him and formulated this team to get them to where they are. I mean, seriously, I don't know. So it's three one-pointers. They made 200 tackles tonight. <laughs> How many tackles did they make last week? How many tackles did they make the week before? Doesn't guarantee you they, they would have been down in position, down on territory. But just the willingness to just tackle for one another, to stay on the fight. Peter stepped the toy. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting how many tackles he made tonight. Five of them were on bloody Jordy, Jordy Barrett. I mean, he smoked. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, yeah, they just have some belief, and defensively they were yeah. they were superb. They're all getting their medals. So Bill Beaumont's up there. Manuel Marcon having a long chat to Malcolm Marks, who's up on crutches, of course, ruled out of the tournament with a significant knee injury. So Bill Beaumont was a big man. What lock? He looks tiny compared to Malcolm Marks, doesn't he? How do you think, what's going through Bill Beaumont's mind here? Um, he's giving medals away, but he knows the biggest game in his sport every four years. They're not going to be talking solely about the two teams and what they delivered. There's going to be one decision that's going to be discussed a lot. Under the law, it's probably a red, but you've made the point. For moments like that, is that what we want? Do we want to keep the integrity 15 on 15? Well, 
Yeah. I'm sure that will again be thrown yeah. around the boardroom. Okay, we've seen two tennis players here tonight. Right? Pokovic and uh, Federer. So you imagine them playing each other and, and someone does something bad and all right, you have to play with your left, left hand. They probably got it right, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, you, it's, 50, it's a game of 15 v 15. I thought red cards were for thuggery. And, and our, I know the game has changed, but I thought it was for absolute thuggery. But Sam Kane can lower his height. He can do. Yep. And he's got to be responsible for that. Here we go. It's the moment South African rugby fans have been waiting for. The moment you around New Zealand have feared all week. The South Africans on the main stage. The trophy in the hands of Sia Khaleesi. The box. A back-to-back rugby World Cup champions. Champions Cup du Monde 2023. Wild scenes of celebration on the main stage as the trophy is lifted high and proudly. The pyrotechnics go off in the background. And through that smoke, we peer and we see the sorry sights of the New Zealanders slowly walking back into the tunnel, knowing they have come oh so close themselves. South Africa Rugby World Cup champions. After winning the final in Paris by 12 points to 11. We will take a break. Then we will power on through our Suzuki post-game show with Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. Stay with us for From Start to Front shortly. Rugby World Cup post-match show indeed uh, with Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. Daniel McCarty alongside Christian Callum, the Springboks, have beaten the All Blacks. By 12 points to 11 to lift the Rugby World Cup for a fourth time and to go back to back, becoming just the second nation to defend the Rugby World Cup win from four years earlier. Let's look at the Suzuki Marine key moments for this game. Suzuki's fully fitted offers the ultimate outboard motor. Christian Cullen, what are those key moments? If you can distill it to a couple or three. Well, or the uh, red card or the yellow into red for... Um well, Sam Kane is obviously that's that's the biggest key moment in the whole of the World Cup because it's the final. So oh, I mean, I've I've got my opinion on to the letter of the law, as you said. You've got the rules up, the, yep. the law up there that 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 it is. So okay, but something needs to change. World Rugby, we see Bill Beaumont you know, on the stage there. He they need to do something because this will turn this will turn people off and you can see comments now coming through yep it will turn people off the game of, of rugby in a lot of ways it's the worst case scenario for world rugby because this is what a lot of fans feared and this will sort of just solidify yeah. in their minds that belief yeah. right well, i did a few talks during the week okay at little functions and that's one thing i said was i hope we talk about the rugby and not not the real not, not okay not necessarily barnes but the tmo hopefully there are no yellow cards or red cards because that will ruin the game and before we pile in on another uh, Wayne Barnes um, kicker fest, it was um, the TMO who really um, probably had more to, to say on, on some of the other the other moments, uh, so on and so forth. But there's some sliding door moments for me too. You know, Pollard hits the inside of the post with the first penalty. You know, he should throw that over 100 times over 100. A beautiful chip by Geordie Barrett. Bounces horribly away from Artie Savia, what, 10, 15 minutes into the game. Yep. New Zealand dropped the odd ball here and there. So you are right. The Kane one is going to be discussed, but, you know, um, 
fine, fine margins as you would expect with just a one-point ball game. Yeah, well, we had a couple of opportunities in that first half. You know, that Artie one and just the bounce of the ball. And sometimes you need a little bit of luck in footy to, to get over the line. And then Rico Ioane, you know, with his pace, got on the outside and got, got cut down um, going for the line. So, yeah, we just, I suppose those opportunities we just, in the first half especially, uh, we just didn't take. That is our look at our Suzuki Marine key moments for the Rugby World Cup final. South Africa winning by 12 points to 11. Well, this won't take very long. The Fletcher Living try of the day. Uh, bring back with Fletcher Living. This is living. Kick back, rather. Kick back with Fletcher Living. This is living. Well, we had the, is the non-try of the World Cup final and the try. Can that be it? Yeah. The non-try? Yeah. It's a pretty good try. It's a brilliant try. It uh, was uh, Richie Moanga, a brilliant break. Sort of, as he's just been closed down, he's able to, you know, his uh, twinkle toes and shuffling hips of his to get on the outside of Delende as they carve down that left-hand sideline. But they pulled it back yep. for a little knock-on at the line-out. But that gave New Zealand uh, a second chance. And, well, they found their way to the line in the end. Down yeah, they did. I, I mean, it was a... Uh, I think they've been trying to find to, to get to that space for a lot of for, for a lot of the game for, for whatever reason they couldn't because of the the line speed of the South Africans that they were jamming in and so you had to throw that big um, you know the harbour sort of bridge pass and they got it out to Talia and then you know he does his thing gets gets on the outside inside and Aaron Smith is uh, sniffing around on the inside a little fat man's track as halfbacks do and uh, and goes over so yeah that was. Uh, the only try, so I guess <laughs> that's our try. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Kick back with Fletcher Living. This is Living. Yes, for the first time in a Rugby World Cup, South Africa have conceded a try in a World Cup final. One try conceded in four. That is so very telling. Let's get to a tough one here, quite literally. Uh, someone or something that put their heart out there today and is our toughest of the day with Harjack out workwear for a new breed of legends. Uh, I'd like to um, make a nomination. Yeah, no, it's not my segment. Dion Fury off the bench. Oh, yeah. You know who's not who's not hasn't been an out and out you know hooker throughout his career. I thought he was so good. Uh, what a shift by him. Fair call, fair call, because he he's come on the the weeks prior and he's come on as a Lucy, yeah. and he's been immense. So yeah, I mean, and uh, you know him, Bonambi, he's one of their main. Go, go, guys! Right, number two, their main number two. So, yeah, that was that was a risk that they were they were going to take the Springboks to probably not have a specialist number two. So he's came on, and I mean, we seen it at the end of the game. Just so experienced, talking to the ref before the last scrum. You know, you've had a you've done pretty well today talking to the ref. Obviously, you know, <laughs> just that's just experience and, yeah. and putting the seed into the old referee's head to oh yeah, no no, South Africa, good scrum. So yeah, I'm. I'm actually happy with that. Yep, excellent. Good call. Yeah, uh, we could also throw the coaches in there too who've, who've made some really tough, hard calls. Like yep. Fury's an example, 7-1 split, and it's worked in their favour. All right, uh, we'll take a quick uh, break. On the other side, uh, we'll just shout some more awards. Uh, take charge, uh, player of the game, and farm side, great moment. Stay with us. Uh, SENZ and our post-game show with Suzuki, the ultimate outball continues. Uh, this is the post-match show. Plenty more reaction to come. Uh, we've got a Bunnings Trade rugby run. I think uh, Dean Butler's in the chair. Good to see you, Dino. Uh, we'll hand over to him and crew. Christian Cullen alongside me, Daniel McCarty, for a few more minutes. Let's get to some um, other moments. Right, our Take Charge player of the match uh, with MG. MG for electric quality and performance. 
with a seven-year warranty. I, I think I know where you're going to go with this one. And this guy has more than a seven-year warranty, doesn't he? Um, he has a lifetime warranty. Or he does. He had number seven on his back. He plays, obviously, blindside for the, the Springboks. And he had, and he had a beeline for Geordie Barrett today. Geordie Barrett would be going, mate, what's your problem? Because uh, he hit him a few times. But he went the full 80, uh, just relentless. You know, the, his physicality, the big man, great in the line out. Over the ball, Peter Steph the toy was, um, yeah, he was immense today. And I think we all felt the same because uh, they gave him the player of the match over there as well. Special player, that, that energy. But it, it wasn't just about being in the right place where he often was. It's then the impact of yeah, some yeah. of those hits. Yeah. They weren't just, right, you know, drop the man. There were some dominant tackles. Yeah, and he had to make some big calls because he was stuck out wide a few times and he had to come in. Uh, jam in and he shut down. Obviously, one of them was Geordie. He smoked him one time, but that was a big call because he didn't make that tackle. We were free down the outside. Yep, so he is our take charge player of the match with uh, MG4 Electric Quality and Performance with a seven-year warranty. This is going to be a tough one. I- I'm lost for ideas. The-, the Farmside Great Moment. Our Farmside Great Moment brought to us by Farmside Mobile and Broadband. All right, Kelly. Okay. If, if we're South African, it's the final whistle. Absolutely. So, so because we're all all black fans, and we've given a lot of the uh, uh, the prizes or the the things to the Springboks, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give it to our um, yeah after that 20th minute when Sam came went off to our 14 man all black team that came within a whisker of beating uh, the Springboks uh, under the pump. With 14 men, uh, and, and I just think that they've, they've showed the character and the courage that uh, that we know that they have. So that, that's, yeah, that, that that's for me. That just that, yeah, the team and the reserves that came on. Yeah, I feel for Sam Kane, but the 14 men that uh, they had to front. Yeah, they were down nine three. It was soon twelve three after. Yeah, so they they had a nine point deficit to overcome with a man down, and they've got back to just one point. Oh, what a painful way. For it to end. Thank you, Christian. Uh, enjoy one bill with Farmside Broadband and Mobile. The great performance of the 14 All Blacks winning our Farmside. Great moment. Our final thoughts after this very short break. Stay with us. This is our post-match show. Thanks to Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. Suzuki's uh, fully fitted offers the ultimate outboard motor. Well, at this stage, we look at what's ahead. Well, nothing. That was game number 48 of 48. So a big thanks to our scheduled partner, Kubota, for your ongoing support. Brilliant. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. But uh, my final thoughts are with the great Christian Callum. What a treat having you join us here, Kelly. I hope you've enjoyed the world of radio. I know you and I dress appropriately. Yeah, we do. When you pulled out the all-black jersey on me, look like you're still in, you're still in uh, playing shape, my uh, friend. It's the first, first <laughs> one of the... Uh... Off the tournament, I've pulled it out. It was a big, big moment for us. <laughs> well, it's been awesome. And I, I know the listeners have really enjoyed your insights and observations. So uh, I, I know it's hard to answer these questions, but, but where New Zealand's come from and how close they've got um, might not be there for um, the everyday fan right now, but that's probably going to be your, your enduring yeah. you know, memories of, of this ride the All Blacks have given us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, we went to this tournament. We weren't uh, we weren't favoured to win. We weren't numbered one or two. There was, and we always said there was four or five teams that can win this tournament. Two of those teams, we knocked out one of them in the quarterfinal. Uh, so, yeah, hey, they, our boys will come home. They'll, you know, they always say there'll be rocks under your, 
under your towels on the beach, you know, just that, that feeling that you didn't quite get it done. But we should be just proud of them. And, you know, when we lost in 99, the best thing for us was we got home and New Zealanders got in around us. And thanks for the memories to the likes of Whitelock, Barrett, Moonga, Smith, Retallick, an incredible list. Dane Coles was it in the match day squad. Yep. So many guys were thankful for what they've done. Yep, absolutely. I mean, yep, so so proud of them. They'll, they'll be they'll be proud. They'll be there. They're, a lot of their families are there, so that's probably the the, the best thing for them now. And I'm sure uh, the All Black um, the team they'll get together tonight and they'll obviously um, have the words with each other and uh, and get really tight and and say the things they need to. But we'll also wrap things up by paying um, particular credit to South Africa. The likes of Kitsoff, Malherba, Monambi, Edstebeth, Mostert, Khaleesi, Detoy, Vermeulen. That starting four-pack are now multiple world champions, aren't they? De Klerk, Pollard too, Delende. Uh, Creel was injured in the opening game of the World Cup in 2019. He would have been a two-time winner. Um, she's in Colby, of course. But there's a lot of players who probably aren't going to be back in four years, changing face of South Africa. It's uh, a big next cycle for them. But we won't worry about that too much, though, and nor will they. They will bask in the success of another Rugby World Cup. Kelly, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Cheers, mate. Uh, big thanks uh, to Christian Callum for joining us uh, throughout this uh, tournament. Expert opinions been absolutely brilliant. Uh, all of our commentators, all of our experts, thoroughly loved listening to the fine work that you have done. Plenty more reaction to come here on SCNZ. We will depart. We'll hand it over back to the mothership. Team Butler is in position. The Bunnings Trade Rugby Run, not too far away. They'll open the lines and take your calls. And it is uh, perhaps time for you to enter a little bit of therapy. We're feeling it too in our commentary position. Because when all is said and done in Paris, the scoreboard reads South Africa 12, New Zealand 11. South Africa Rugby World Cup champions of 2023. On behalf of Christian Callan, my name is Daniel McCarty, wishing you a very good morning.